This is Shannon Ray Davis, and you are listening to Omega Man Radio. Welcome to my world, the world of the Omega Man. Join us here for the nightly marathon, broadcasting Monday through Friday. You can find us here on YouTube, and we encourage you to report for duty. Get trained up. World of the Saints is coming. You want to be an overcomer and endure till the end. We will teach you how. We cast out devils. We command healing to the sick in Jesus' name. And we preach the full gospel of Jesus Christ to win souls for Jesus. I want to encourage you right now to subscribe right here on YouTube to this channel. Smash the like button and share a link to our live chat room to everyone you know right there on Facebook. Get them to come on out and tune in and join in the fight against the host of hell. If you'd like to support this work financially, we have a PayPal button on our website. We have GoFundMe, Zelly, even Take Bitcoin. And we thank you in advance for partnering with us. Our website is OmegaManRadio.com. One more thing before we start tonight's show. To the demons tuning in. We're coming for you, demon. No demon is safe. Because the show is about to begin. You're listening. You're listening to the Omega Man Radio Network. Good morning, everybody, and welcome. Today is Tuesday, November 7th, 2023. It's a real honor to bring back today Pastor Terry Jefferson. He's coming to you from Word of Revelation Church, which he pastors in Columbus, Georgia. Brother Terry, welcome back, brother. Praise the Lord, sir. It's good to have you, and uh, would you like to open us in prayer, Brother Terry? Amen. Precious Father, we thank you one more time for just being so awesome. We thank you for allowing us into your presence. Thank you for allowing us to partake of, amen, your, your, your spirit. Thank you for just being so merciful to us. Father, we thank you in advance for the great work that you're doing on Calvary. We thank you for the love of the brethren. We thank you for the love of the ministry. We thank you for the love of your spirit. Right now, God, I bless the people of God and I strengthen them. We bind up all the demonic forces coming against them. We bind up all the demonic forces that's trying to take over their mind or their thought patterns. We rebuke that in Jesus' name. And we lose that sweet anointing, God, to bring healing and deliverance. And God, we pray, Father, that we'll bind up all the demonic powers of depression and anxiety and fear. Everything that will fight the people of God, we come against it right now. We bind witchcraft. We bind voodoo. We bind new age. We bind false religion. We bind up false prophets. Right now, in the name of our Lord Jesus, we give our honor and glory and praise to your awesome name. In the mighty name of our Lord Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. Thank you. I God. say amen to that. Brother Terry, the mic is yours. Welcome back. Amen. Well, praise the Lord, everybody. You, you, you have to understand you, your world is under attack. And the word of the Lord says that that people will be very delusional 
because they just won't accept the truth of going. And because they're not going to accept the truth, God said he'll make them believe a lie. So they're going to be very delusional. They, your world is really, really in trouble. And the, it's very important for your prayer life to be up. It's very important for you to be in your word. Uh, you have to pray for people because now that you're saved, now that you're in Christ, now that you're operating in his authority, now that you're beginning to understand our God and you're beginning to understand his manifestations, and, and now that you're operating in that love, uh, that, that once you, you might have hated folk, now you love them. And, and some folk got to learn how to take love from you, especially when you done gave them hell. <laughs> the whole time they knew you, and now that God has moved all that that out of you, uh, that anger, that bitterness, that resentment, and now that He's moved all of that out of you, now you're beginning to walk in love, and and, and you got to understand when God gives you revelation, and you begin to understand what's fighting people, and you know what's fighting them, you you got to have more patience with them because many of them will go through not knowing what to do, and you do. So after you are converted, strengthen the brethren. As God builds you up, uh, he expects you to get in a position where you can literally help others. And if the enemy is fighting you and you're an adult, uh, imagine what's happening with a five or ten year old child going through the exact same thing. They're not going to be able to make it through like you are. So you literally have to get to the point where you're going to have to be patient and you're going to have to be understanding and you're going to have to walk in the love of going. And, and when the word of God tells you about what's going on in your world, uh, it's kind of mind boggling because I've never seen this level of deception. I've never seen a time where men think they're women or women think they're men. Uh, I've never seen a time where people don't know if they're male or female, they're, they're, they're non-binary, which is foolishness. I've never seen a time where people are so angry and so bitter and so depressed. Uh, we have more people depressed now than I've ever seen them. I've never seen a time where there's more suicide now. Something making folk want to kill themselves. And and now as a believer, you got to fight that off. So when you're prayer time with God, uh, you have to bind up the demonic forces of wickedness, uh, especially in the atmosphere. The word of the Lord says about the prince of the power of the air. Uh, now the spirit that now works in the children of disobedience. Well, that spirit is causing rebellion against God. And as a true believer, uh, you got to step out of that rebellion and give everything over to the Lord. And you got to learn how to walk with him to the point the world cannot pull at you anymore. The world cannot make you get out there and do crazy stuff like you used to. Uh, I, I'm so amazed that the stuff that going on in churches just uh, the other week, they, they seen uh, I seen a podcast with T.D. Jakes dancing with P. Diddy. Come on, man. That's that's a joke. That is a joke. You're supposed to be a Holy Ghost preacher. You're supposed to be a man of God that's supposed to teach people about salvation, teach people about the resurrection power of Christ, teach people about the holiness of God. And you with one of the most wicked jokers out there and you trying to dance with him and all this. And that's foolishness. That is utter confusion. God is not the author of confusion. God is not the author of confusion. As a believer, God expects you to walk in divine authority, and every saint has authority. He said, behold, I've given you power over all of the power of the enemy. So Satan legally and technically, Satan don't have a tool or a task so tough that you can't handle it. God says, I've given you the power. You, you got to walk in it. And as you begin to direct your prayer life and you begin to direct and order your, your foot, as God begins to order your footsteps, uh, 
there are times God has to order you through some things so that you can learn them so that you can help somebody else. Your, 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 your life is a light. And because people are bound in darkness and, and, and don't let this devil beat you up with false light because you got a lot of people that do a lot of good deeds and works of mercy, but that don't mean they're saved. Why, why so into all these organizations that really don't need your help? And you got these stuff out here, things that are going on. People really need help and they need finances and they need that need you to come out and really help them. But you saw into these million billion dollar organizations that already got enough money to do what they need. But but they, they'll play on your emotions. So they'll make you think you got to get it in. And you got homeless people. You got people that are starving, living on the streets during the winter and during the summer. It's so hot you can't sleep. What 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 are we thinking? Because what's wrong is is our minds are so affected by sin that we cannot make rational decision decisions when it comes to the things of God. I've learned that when you allow God in, uh, God will come in and begin to change you from the inside out. And get you prepared to go back out to minister a word of revelation to the people to make sure that they know who their God is. And and the world is under attack right now. And look around you, you can see it. You got men dressing like women. You got women dressing like men. Uh, You got men getting mutilated. Women getting mutilated. 12, 13, 14, 15 years old. Little females getting their breasts cut off and and trying to get some that that, that construct a penis so they can be a man. That's crazy. That is crazy. The word of the Lord says some people actually take pleasure in unrighteousness. The, the word of the Lord says that we're in a time where men are going to be lovers of them own selves. So we got to, and, and you got to understand this. If you're going to serve God, your first battle would be against yourself. You got to deny yourself, get responsible for what you're supposed to be responsible for and follow after Christ. Well, the, the spirit of the world does not want you to do that. The spirit of the world wants you to continue to drink and be drunk and be a homemonger and be a homosexual and be a racist and, and, and be a, a, a legalist. It still wants you to be a person that only love folk that look like them. Folk that, that, that love folk that's in your community. Uh, the homosexual community, there's so much division in the homosexual community. Because we have a young man, um, just a Awesome, awesome young man. Uh, I think he started coming to our church when he was about 13. And he had been told he was a, a, a sissy, a gay all his life. And and, and, and it, it because they, they were cursed the young man, when it got time, he literally turned into a homosexual. And he said, God told him, this your last chance. It scared him so bad because God spoke to him. This is your last chance. Now this fellow is back on track with God. He's in our teacher's class. And and, and from talking to him one-on-one, he talks about the divisions within the homosexual community and and how that that these, these things that are going on in the world are literally, literally causing people to lose their mind. Because they're giving in to the spirit of the world, and because they're giving in to the spirit of the world, they're going to act out and serve the devil the way the devil want to be served, or the way he wanted them to be worshipped. But when you come to know Christ, 
what God will do is he has to break you free from the world. And as you die to sin and come alive to God, you pass from death unto life. And now that you're in, God is going to impact your life with the power of the anointing. He's going to impact your life with the power of his word. He's going to impact your life with, with, with the spirit of truth. And as God gives you these truths and you start learning these truths and you start seeing what's fighting everybody. When you start seeing all the emotional issues and what causes them. When you start seeing stuff that make people want to take their own life, well, you, there are cultural curses in every culture, every culture. And basically, they're mostly they're the same. And it doesn't matter if you're black or white or Asian. Many of us have the same exact culture, uh, cultural curses in our, in our culture. And, and one thing about spiritual warfare is that when you learn how to fight the devil, you break these curses off your life so they, they, they don't have to be passed to you to the next generation of your people. And when God begins to pull you out of these curses and take that control off of your life, uh, what God does is he teaches you about himself first. And then he teaches you how to fight against yourself and then he teaches you how to have an established relationship with him through prayer and through the reading of the word and through fasting and, and just meditation on the Lord and through the worship and praise of God. As God trains you and you begin to get it and begin to grow spiritually, uh, your whole ideology would change. What, what used to be pleasurable for you might be disgusting to you now. What you did for pleasure and fun might sicken you now because now you're seeing the real effects of what it was doing to you. And now you begin to understand how in the world did I even allow this craziness in my life? Well, it's actually very easy because you was born in sin and you were shaped by that sin. And, and your character could be very well based on the stuff that, that, that you grew up around. So as God separates you from sin and God strengthens you, now God has to come in and teach you how to strengthen somebody else. And, and I want to I show you all today from the, from the book of Romans just how bad our world is. Our world is dying. Our world is coming to its end. Amen. It, it, it's just amazing to me that, that you have people... They, they want the blessings of God, but they don't want God. They, they want to do what God, they want all the money, the houses, they, they want the, 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 the material things, but they don't want to live right. The, the word of the Lord says in Romans uh, one eighteen, it says, For the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who hold the truth in unrighteousness. Well, you got a lot of preachers and a lot of Christians that hold the truth and unrighteousness because you got a lot of them, they call themselves Christians, but they're adulterers, fornicators, pedophiles, undercover homosexuals, uh, they're, they're liars, they're cheats, and, and, and they don't really feel bad about it because they're so used to doing it. It's just a way of life. But when you really get saved, God begins to show you what ungodliness and unrighteousness really is, and, and you come to get to the point you can't stand it. And the part of your life that was controlled by ungodliness, unrighteousness, God is changing it. And now God is making you into a true servant of the Most High God. That light beams in you and that anointing is in you. And now you are alive because you become a living sacrifice because God made you one. Now that you're beginning to get it, 
Things in your life are beginning to change now because you're beginning to see what was killing you. Uh, Roberta Flack, uh, she sang a song years ago, says, killing me softly with his words. Uh, That is so true because you were killing yourself when you talked about yourself and your failures. You was killing yourself when you talked about, oh, I'm so depressed. Oh, I'm so down. Oh, I'm so this. What, What? Stop agreeing. With that spirit, stop agreeing with that anger. Stop agreeing with that sin. And you got to tell yourself, Father, I'm more than a conqueror. There's no weapon that the devil has can stop me. I have power of all of the power of the enemy. I can do all things through Christ, who is my strength. Christ, I mean, he's the one that's going to help me get to glory. You got to come in agreement with the word of God says about your life. And when you begin to do that and speak it, amen, that word has power. And, and if the word of the Lord says, as a man thinks, that's what he is. Well, you got to start thinking of, it, of yourself as a true servant of God. You got to start thinking of yourself as a servant that loves God and a servant that's not going to turn his back on God. You can't think of yourself as a failure. Oh, I'm just an old sinner saved by grace. You're not a sinner anymore. You're a saint. Stop telling people, oh, I love you to death. Do you love them enough to kill them? Do you love them enough to you want them to die? No. So stop saying that. You have got to start speaking life and not death. You have literally got to get to the point where you recognize who you are in God. And what God tells you you can be and what God tells you you can do and what God tells you uh, uh, how to handle what's wrong with you. God is waiting on you. The word of the Lord says in Ephesians, this is we say this every Sunday in Ephesians 1.17, that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation and the knowledge of him. So if you get God in your life, you're going to have wisdom and the revelation in your life. He says that the eyes, in verse 18, that the eyes of your understanding being enlightened, you're getting it now because you're beginning to understand you're getting it now because you're beginning to get to that point where God is ministering to you and you're getting it. It says that ye may know what is the hope of his calling and what are the riches of his glory of his inheritance in the saints. When you get it, you start seeing then, my God, God want better for me. God want more for me. God want me to have the peace that passes all understanding. He wants me to have understanding. He wants me to have revelation. And the more God you get in you, the easier it is to get that. God is literally waiting on you. You got to start acknowledging what God says you are, acknowledging what God says you have, and you got to claim that thing by faith. The Lord showed me there's so many saints living beneath their privilege. There are things that, that God have for them they won't get because they just won't operate the faith. You have not because you ask not. I'm, I'm telling God everything I can get from you, I want. If I can get me $50 billion, I want it. Because I'm telling you, I ain't, I ain't going to live like I'm poor and broke and busted. And all that junk about Mother Teresa and being poverty, that, that that's a bunch of crock. The Catholic Church is probably the richest organization on the planet, period. And they talk about poverty. Well, why do they keep telling y'all to give them money? Why do they keep asking for donations And, and when they talk about living a life of poverty? Uh, Jesus didn't live no life of poverty. Point blank, he did not leave no life of poverty. God has God God has made a way for you to have something in this life. But for you to get it, you got to start walking by faith and not by sight 
and not by what you feel. So God tells you, I'm going to bring you up. And as I bring you up, I'm going to teach you how to come out of ungodliness. I'm going to teach you how to come out of unrighteousness because I'm putting a power in you that's going to make you aware of what you have, what you can do, where you can go. And and, and I'm going to make you understand what is happening in your life. And in verse 19, it says in Ephesians 1, and what is the exceeding greatness of his power to us who believe according to the working of his mighty power? Well, God got the power of God in your life and he's going to make you great. The greatness of his power is in you. And the devil knows he can't whoop you. He knows that. He knows that he really can't stop you. <laughs> Because you have the power that abides in you from the living God. God is the power. God is the kingdom. God is the glory. And what God is doing is getting you prepared to come back with him. But before you go, he wants you to be a witness for him. Because you're going to have to deal with some of those people that are bound in ungodliness and bound in unrighteousness. Some of them have the truth, but they ain't doing right by the truth that they know. They know some things that they're doing are wrong, but but they're so bound by ungodliness and unrighteousness, they got the truth, but they they, can't, they won't pay attention to what. Sometimes they won't pay attention to what's going on. And, and, and in Romans 1 and 19, it says, Because that which may be known of God is manifest in them, for God has showed it unto them. There are some things that God them reveal. The people know what it is. They know how it operates. They, they understand the gifts. But they don't want to do right because they flesh give them pleasure. And but the spirit of God gives you discipline. That discipline is there to help you to overcome your flesh. As you overcome your flesh and you begin to learn about all the stuff that that, that is coming against you and you begin to learn how to fight back. That ungodliness and unrighteousness is not going to have control over you no more because the power of God is operating in your life and that power is going to do what it takes, do what it needs to do to get you up, to pull you out, to take you in. Hey man, you'll be amazed. There's, God showed them what, what he is. He showed them who he is. Many of them, they, they, don't, they, they really don't have an excuse for not having the power to do right. They just ain't doing it right. Faith that works is dead. You got to try. You got to put stuff in operation. It, it, look at verse 21 of, of Romans 1. It says, because that when they knew God, they glorified him not as God. Uh, neither were they thankful, but became vain in their imagination, and their foolish heart was darkened. That is such a powerful verse. It's amazing. You know who God is, but you won't acknowledge him as God. You know who God is and what he can do, but but you don't care. You're going to do what you want. And they'll tell you in a minute, well, you do you and let me do me. What if that's what you want, you can do that. But in the end, uh, you're going to die and go to hell. God says in the book of Ecclesiastes, there's nothing more that a man should enjoy his life. But know this. I'm going to judge you at the end of your life. You got a lot of people. Uh, God let them do what they want. God let them say what they want, act any kind of way they want. When God get tired of them, that protection that God got around their life, God will move it. And that devil will tear your head up. But when you get Christ in your life and you begin to understand the anointing and learning how to work the word, you find out you have weapons that God has given you to fight against that ungodliness. You have weapons to help you fight against that unrighteousness. And God 
is going to get you to the point where you're going to be up and not down. God's going to get you to the point where you're beginning to understand and you're not in the dark. The, the word says that the, the God of this world has blinded the hearts or blinded the minds of men. Where God moves that blindness when you tell him yes. And when you begin to see it, it's like, oh my God, I cannot believe I even allowed this in my life. I cannot believe that I gave in to this stuff thinking I'm having a grand old time. I was killing myself and didn't even know it. So now that God has your attention and you're learning to serve God and you're learning to walk by faith. Amen. Now God got to teach you to pray faith. In your prayer times with God, you start off by worshiping and praising and magnifying God and thanking God for his mercy and thanking God for, for you to, to uh, be allowed to see his glory. Thanking God for your protection. Thanking God for his keeping power in your life. And, and God tells you, let your request be made known. Uh, you begin to pray for your family. Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus, I'm praying for the healing of my family. I'm praying for the salvation of my family. Uh, you, you've been given authority over all, this, over all the authority of the enemy. But the enemy is going to do everything he can to keep you bound. But he don't really have the power. You just got to put your faith in action and get going. Because if God in Philippians, uh, that first chapter, if, if it says if God started something in you, he's going to finish it. God, if God saved you, he's going to take you all the way to the end of your salvation when it's time for you to die and go and be with him. God is not going to forsake, forsake you. He's not going to leave you by yourself. He's going to train you how to fight because that ungodliness and unrighteousness, it is literally taking over the world. They have they had stuff up in. um. Washington State, where the homosexuals in their pride month, they was men, buck bone naked, all these kids out there riding around on bicycles, buck naked. And you trying to tell me that that you take pride in unrighteousness, you take pride in ungodliness. You take pride in getting your breast cut off or getting your penis mutilated. You, you take pride in taking female hormones and you're a man. How can you take pride? Here you are supposed to be a soft, beautiful, sexy woman and you taking testosterone and all these male hormones to get your voice deep and, and grow hair in your face. You know, you got a mental problem if, if you're a man. And you want to have sex with another man. When you got a nice soft woman out here that God designed to, to mate up with you and to match up with you and to carry life on. But yet you don't want that. You want a woman and you a man. I mean, you want a man and you a man. Uh, God is not pleased with the way these people are thinking. And God said, because they did not acknowledge me, because they would not let me help them. I, I gave them over to their own devices. So as, as you kick God out. More craziness is going to come in. And so now God has to get you out of this craziness or get you out of this ungodliness or get you out of this filthiness and get you to the point that you are going to have to sit down, get one on one with the Lord. And you're going to have to point blank ask God, God, what do you what do you want me to do? How do you want me to do that? I don't know how to do that. You got to show me how to do that. God will set you up. To promote you. God will set you up to train you. God will set you up to get you prepared for what you got to go through. He said, and I think it's um, Hebrews 12, that if, if you're going to be his son, he's going to have to chasten you. 
And if God's going to chasten you, you've literally uh, got to get to the point where you're going to start believing God and you're going to start going into training and he's going to put you in school and he's going to teach you warfare. He's going to teach you holiness. He's going to teach you righteousness. He's going to teach you his word. Uh, you got to understand his word is a weapon. His word carries the anointing. His word carries healing. His word carries power. And, and when you get that word in you uh, and you begin to use that word the right way, you begin to cut things off your life like depression, anxiety, fear. You begin to speak the word of God in the name of Jesus. I break curses of anger. I break curses of bitterness. I break curses of unrighteousness and ungodliness. Uh, I bind up spirits of rebellion against God. I bind up ungodliness and laziness and slothfulness. Uh, and you got to tell yourself, Father, I can do all things because you are my strength. I can do all things because you are my help. I can do all things because you order my footsteps. And, and you got to understand if God is going to train you for ministry, he's got to take into stuff that is very difficult to deal with. Because you're going to have to help other people with the issues in their life. And, and But especially when you have issues yourself. And God is telling you to help somebody and they're going through and you going through worse than them. Well, that's training. God has to teach you how to stand in the authority given you, because with that authority, you will affect other folks life. With that authority, you will help bring change in other people's life. You got to start speaking life and not death. Is I'm amazed. How that when, when God begins to deal with folk, uh, sometimes they rebel against God and sometimes they don't. Uh, my brother was telling me when he really got saved, he said, man, I am so mad at myself because I cannot believe it took me so long to get to this point where I really wanted to serve God. And he was mad at himself because he was in his 20s. I, I think I was about 19 when I got saved. And now I'm 61 and, and my brother, three probably three years older than me and he was in his I think mid-20s but when he got it he began to look back over his life and God began to show him all the times he was bound by ungodliness all the times he was bound by unrighteousness all the times he was bound by his flesh all the times he got drunk and out there having crazy sex got women was coming at that boy from the north south east and west and then he was a playboy but the thing is he got saved and now he's walking with going. And now he's beginning to understand the mistakes that he made out of pleasure. While he's trying to pleasure himself, he was killing himself. Uh, you'll be amazed. God has things in your life that if you would just let him, he'll change your life. Uh, look at Romans 1 and 21. Because that when they knew God, they glorified him not as God, neither were thankful, became vain in their imagination, and their foolish heart was darkened. You, you got to understand that is such a powerful verse. They know exactly who God is. They know exactly what he requires of them. They know exactly what they got to do to please him. They know it. But they weren't thankful because God, God protected them. He didn't let the devil kill them. They, they was not thankful. They, they, they thinking process got crazy. They had useless thinking, vain imaginations, and, and they thought themselves to be wise, but their foolish hearts was darkened. They was blinding themselves because of their sin. Look at the world. They're blinding themselves because of sin. 
And if you stand against these, this stuff that's in the world, many times you got to stand against your family. Because some people, um, how would I say this? Some people, they're too connected to their family to obey God. There are times you're going to have to kick family to the curb to walk in obedience to God. Anytime you have a mother or a father that is overbearing with their children, even when they get to be adults, they still want, don't want to let that control go. You got to get to the point. You got to tell man, I don't need to. You don't. I can take care of myself. I can make my own decisions. When you allow the father in your life, you're telling God, God, I need you. I want to acknowledge you in all of my ways. I need you to help me to make it through this life. It's amazing you you get to a point of dependence on God and you recognize what God is doing in your life. And, and every time you slip up, Father, in the name of Jesus, I repent of such wickedness. I repent of letting this thing get the best of me. So God is training you how to control your flesh. He's training you how to speak life. He's training you how to live according to his word. God is training you to allow him to have the dominion that is needed to make sure you go to heaven and not to hell. Saints of God, you're looking at a world that's being consumed with sin and ungodliness. Uh, God, last week, the Spirit of the Lord literally gave me a vision of lawlessness. God showed me some people, when they go to work, it's like they're carrying guns and it's going to be like a fight at the OK Corral. Me and the women was just as bad as the men. When there is no fear of reprisal, these folk would do what they want. Some of them don't care what happened. I read a story of a young, uh, an old man shot and killed his wife because she didn't fix his breakfast the way he wanted it. I said, oh my God, you got to be kidding me. Do you mean to tell me you're willing to give your life up because she didn't fix your eggs the way you wanted or cook your bacon the way you wanted? You, who's the biggest dummy? You are. God has given you authority and power, but you got to learn to use that authority and power to keep yourself free from the bondages of sin. God is waiting on you to step it up. God has done everything he needed to do because he said it's finished, but he needs you to step it up and start speaking life and not death. You have literally got to recognize that you've been given authority to fight off the stuff that's fighting your mind. If you're under attack in your mind when you go to sleep, you can stop that because you got to tell yourself, Father, I put on the whole armor of God. I definitely put on the helmet of salvation uh, to keep my mind. I have the mind of Christ. I'm not going to lose my mind. And, and when you pray and read, as you get that life in you, it kicks death out of you. It kicks, it kicks craziness out of you. And our God is basically waiting on you to make up your mind. Do you want to live? Or do you want to die? Amen. In verse 22, it says, professing themselves to be wise, they became fools. Worldly wisdom will kill you. Worldly wisdom will make you think that I can handle this. I can do this. You know, this is all about me. No, no. Actually, your life is not about you. Your life is about Christ in you. Because that's your strength or your help to get to heaven. Christ in me, my hope of getting the glory. If you want to go to heaven, you can't do that without Jesus. And, and look at verse 23. And said, this is what's going on right now. And change the glory of the uncorruptible God, uncorruptible God into the image 
made like unto corruptible man and to birds and four-footed beasts and creeping things. Let's let's put it this way. They're making gods out of dogs, horses, cows, alligators, snakes. It, it's, it's just amazing. Uh, frogs. They're making gods out of these creatures and, and they literally worship them. Here you all got a nation starving and cows walking around free, all that food and you can't touch them because you might eat, you might have killed and ate your ancestor. Come on, man. You can't be that dumb. But that lets you see the level of control that the enemy has over people. You mean to tell me we starving, got this big old juicy cow walking around here and we got to sit up and by starving to death eating rats and some of them won't even eat rats because they might think that, that they're eating some of their relatives. They even have people that go and feed the rats. Come on, man. You got to be kidding me. How can God be pleased with you feeding rats? These nasty, detestable things that carry plague and everything else. And, and these are your gods? Come on, people. When Valoid gave me a revelation of Egypt and God gave me a revelation of what happens in Egypt, I was just blown away. Because Egypt set the stage for the downfall of the world. And when he got them out of Egypt, he said, I'm attacking the gods of Egypt. I'm attacking what, what people what people worship. And after I get you out of Egypt, now I got to take the effects of what was done to you and what was planted in you. I got to pull that out so it can quit affecting you or infecting you. So when you come to Christ and you go through that change and, and you get this, this strength to make it, you got to understand that once God gets you out, you should not have a desire to go back to Egypt. What God is doing is causing you to know and understand that, listen, I was in a dark place. Now I'm coming to the light. Now that my heart has been enlightened and I've been made to understand, I see now I cannot continue on doing what I did. I was killing myself and I didn't even know it. I thought I was having a grand old time. Every time I got high, every time I got drunk, I thought I was, you know, I was living it up. Every time I got me a woman, I got me a man. I thought I was living it up every time I'm getting, I'm getting smoking weed and getting high. Uh, you killing yourself because of sin. You are killing yourself. And some people said, not a word of the Lord says, they, they thought they was wise, but they became fools. You mean to tell me all that I've learned and it's still foolishness? All that I've put into to make myself happy and I'm, I'm really happy, but something is missing. Well, God is what's missing in your life. And when you allow Christ in and he begins to show you the value of things or the the value that you placed on things, you find out that some things ain't valuable at all. You've given them value, but they're not valuable at all. God had to get on the Pharisees. He said, look, uh, you forgot about the weight of your parts of the law. You know, love and faith. You 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 dealt with the money, the offering. The, you did all of that. That's what you was keying in on. And, and, and But the things that you should have keyed in on, you didn't. When he told them, because of what you've done and the way that you taught the word, uh, it's ineffective in how it's working in the people. Uh, that, that word, traditions, 
He said, but traditions are made in the word of none. In fact, that word tradition, when you trace it back, it goes back to Babylon or the Torah. They was into witchcraft, religious witchcraft, Jewish mysticism. And, and, and God had to get them out of that. So when God put Paul in the picture, he put those 12 apostles in the, in the picture and began to, he, he shook the world up. And so he's training the people now that were bound by ungodliness and unrighteousness. He's training them how to come out of that and get other folk ready to come out. He's training them to get rid of the worldly thinking, the worldly living, the worldly uh, aspirations. Uh, uh, you can still make your money, but you're going to put God first. And now you're not just making money for you, but you're going to make money for the kingdom to help those that ain't got nothing. Now that God has saved you, you're going to stop hating on everybody and start loving them and praying for them. And, and I heard this one cat said he used to love arguing with Jehovah's Witness and his wife told him, well, if you love them, you ain't going to argue with them. You're going to try to save them. He said God turned something on in him and he stopped acting crazy, stopped arguing with Jehovah's Witnesses and began to love them and really be honest with them. And that's when he started winning them. Some of your family, uh, they expect you to go off on them and, and, and just be crazy with them. Uh, when you start showing that love and you start turning them down and stuff that you used to give in to, uh, they got to start. They're going to start realizing this person is not the same. This person is different. Well, the difference in your life is Christ. The difference in your life is the anointing in the word. Now that the word in Christ is in your life. God is going to blow up the, the, the ungodliness and unrighteousness and let you see just how merciful he was to you because he didn't let that devil kill you when you was out there in your mess. You're beginning to see the worldly wisdom that I, all the stuff that I thought was all this wisdom. It was really foolishness. Now that God got your attention and you're walking in faith and you're walking in the spirit of God. Uh, now you're, you're learning to submit to God and you're learning to spend that time with God. And, and you're learning to walk in the love of God uh, where you used to be angry and want to get drunk and get high all the time. Now you want to get in the spirit and pray and, and serve God. Now that you're learning to do that, you're learning how not to let your flesh get to the point where you're falling over and over and over again. Some things you just got to walk out by faith until God gives you the strength to overcome it. Sometimes God will let you rest in it and, and stay in it to learn it upside down, inside out. So when you get it and he brings deliverance in your life, now you know how to get other people delivered because you've been through everything that you can go through with this problem or with this issue. And now that God got you where he wants you and he's letting you see all these gifts he's put in your life and these gifts are coming alive in you and you're beginning to see, my God, where did I go wrong? How could I have been so bound? Well, you're not bound now. And now that you're not bound, you're getting strong in God because he's going to go help you to get other people free. So they ain't got to be bound. You got to understand when you become a voice for the Lord and God wants to use your gifts and your talents, uh, those gifts and talents came from him. So they're going to help his people. And what God is doing with you is as you obey God on the other side of that obedience could be someone's healing, someone's deliverance, someone's revelation. Uh, God can have them get to a point in their life where they are, let him completely in because you obey God. 
So stop beating yourself up. Stop beating yourself down. Stop telling yourself, I ain't going to make it. Oh, God, I'm just, I'm dying here. No, you're not dying. You're growing. And when you start to grow in God, things start to change in you. Listen to this. In verse 24, it says, Well, for God also gave them up to uncleanness through the, the lust of their own hearts, to dishonor their own bodies between themselves. Y- y'all got to think about that verse. Because the protection of God is not in your life no more. And that protection that God puts over your life to keep this devil from destroying your life, God removed that. And now your tempter is going to get you caught up in your flesh. And, and, and you got some people that are so nasty and so filthy They'll do anything. I, I heard one dude. I, yeah, please excuse me for saying this, but this dude was talking about having oral sex with his with his girlfriend and his wife while they was on their period. I said, "You sick man, you sick." And any man that will have sex with a woman while she's on a period is sick. First of all, it's nasty. Oh God! God said He literally let them get consumed with their own mess. God gave them up, and when he gave up on them, they, they, uncleanness came in, ungodliness came in, filthiness came in, because that protection that God gives you, it ain't there no more. And that devil going to have a field day. When when Cain left the presence of the Lord and went to a city called Noah, can you imagine what happened? He left the presence of the Lord. That protection that he had, he ain't had it no more. And now his all his descendants got to suffer because of his disobedience. God is waiting on the people to come clean with him so he can teach them how to live. The word of law says some of them change the truth of God into a lie and they worship and serve the creature more than the creator. And God said, I'm the one that blessed you. I'm the one that kept you. God is blessed forever. How can you worship a dog or a cat or an animal or build you a God or make you a statue of what you think can set you free instead of worshiping the true and living God. I am amazed at what goes on in some of these people's lives. God, the word of us, God gave them up to violent affections. Women with women and men with men. It, it goes against nature. And you see that all around the world. And they're trying to get that into the minds of your children by teaching them homosexual sex. They got books that are that should be rated X in the hands of elementary school kids. Uh, I seen the book; it's perfectly normal. Come on, folk! It is not normal for a man that want to bend over and let another man have sex with him in his rear end. That's not normal. You got something that is designed to take excrement from your body, uh, uh, take waste from your body, and you're trying to turn it into a pleasure palace. Come on, folk! That that's that's not natural. And God said men would leave their natural desire for the woman and go to men. They, they had lust for other men. And God said that they're going to get caught up in stuff. Uh, they ain't going to be able to get out unless God get them out. Some of them didn't like to retain God. Enough. They didn't want to know anything about the Lord. They didn't want to serve God. So God gave them over to a reprobate mind. A reprobate mind, what that means is a person that don't have the power to finish the race. They, 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 are, they are doing stuff now that ain't, help, that ain't helpful to them, ain't beneficial to them. I am amazed that what God said is going to happen is happening right before your eyes. 
God said they'll be they'll filled with all unrighteousness, ungodliness, fornication, and wickedness, and covetousness, and maliciousness. They're full of envy, they're full of murder, they're full of debate, they're full of deceit, malignity, and whispers. God is telling you as he draws away from you and that protection that he has for you as he moves all of that, all this craziness is going to come in. Backbiters, haters of God, despiteful, proud, boasters, inventors of evil things, disobedient to parents. So when God's protection is from off your life, you'll turn against your own family. Say so they don't even understand why they're breaking the covenant. They don't even understand what is going on. And and, and it's just like they're not affected by them doing you wrong. They're unmerciful, implacable. I am just amazed how folk are so caught up in mess. And this is verse 32 is a trip. Listen to this. Who knowing the judgment of God, that they which commit such things are worthy of death. Not only do the same, but have pleasure in them that do them. They know what they're doing is wrong. They know what they're doing can get them killed. They know what they're doing can send them to hell. But they don't care. They they would rather do their own thing instead of do what God tell them to do. Saints God, our world is in some serious trouble. And if we don't do something about it, adulterers, fornicators, homosexuals, liars, cheats, drug dealers, those that are addicted to drugs, those that are addicted to pornography, those that are addicted to craziness, homosexuals, they lost. There's no such thing as a Christian homosexual or a Christian witch. That's, that's no such thing. You the in or you out. How are you going to sit up and tell God, well, I do love you, but I like getting screwed by men. You a woman, I do love you, but I, I like having me some women. You a joke. You will die and lose your soul in the end. And as saints of God, it is your job to help pray for them. Even if they even, even if they don't, don't want to listen to you, you can still pray for them. And God can supernaturally intervene and save them. One young man said, God told him. This it. You mess up again and go back out there. I'm not going to pull you back in. I'm going to cut you off. And you got to understand, some people wake up at that and they start realizing, man, I could die and lose my soul. So as a servant of God, he's pulling you out of the ungodliness and the unrighteousness. After he pulls you out and begins to clean your life up, all the stuff that messed you up, you got to deal with that and you got to face off against it. And God is going to teach you how to overcome it, even to the point what was going on with you does not have the power to stop you. Because now it don't have that control over your life no more. But when you see the world and how crazy our world is, and you see how crazy this devil and got folk, they get mad at the saints. Of, they get mad at the real saints of God. Th- think about it. If the devil got you where he wants you and you claiming to be a Christian, you're a tool in the hand of the devil. But when God got you where he wants you and you're going to be used by God, you're going to help a lot of folk. You're going to make a lot of folk mad because they don't want to do right. I seen this one podcast where this dude was on the street preaching. Homosexuals literally attacked this man. Had to call the police on the homosexuals because they got so violent. But they're trying to tell you the homosexuals have been discriminated against. They ain't been discriminated against no more than nobody else. And they talking about whether the black folks understand because they was discriminated against. 
No, your your homosexuality don't have nothing to do with blackness or whiteness. Your homosexuality has to do with sinfulness and ungodliness. You are not going to be a homosexual and go to heaven. You're going to hell. Adulterers, fornicators, liars, you're going to hell. You got sexual sin going to send more folk to hell. And when the Lord showed me, he showed me people going to hell for lust. And most of that was about money. But it involved sex and drugs and craziness. God showed me about six, seven years ago about the trafficking. It was going to go to a whole nother level. It's a shame you have got to protect your wife and you can't really send her nowhere by herself because they might snatch up. Don't let it be a good looking woman and be fine. Uh, they're going to use her. They're going to try to get her. But they're going to mess around and put their hands on the wrong person and lightning going to strike and blow them to pieces. It, it would not shock me if folks start falling dead about fooling with God's folks. We had better wake up and realize you've been given authority. Use it the right way. Use it according to God. If God wants to use you, you got to make yourself available to him. You can't sit up and give God excuses why you can't read or why you can't pray. You can't do that. You got to get your, get your, gird up the loins the, the of your mind, get your life right, and start going forward in the things of God. Because what God is teaching you is going to not only help you, but it's going to help everybody else that God sent you to. God is literally waiting on you. All oh, glory to God. They take pleasure in unrighteousness. Well, that unrighteousness that was in your life, it might have been pleasurable, but it was killing you. Their, their, their pleasure is killing them. Think about it. If God's going to judge you everything that you do or everything that you say, don't you think you need to say the right things and do the right things? I'm amazed uh, parents that got mad at a Christian preacher for going to a this thing with homosexuals and he trying to tell them, y'all come out here and bring your kids. I ain't let this homosexual man dress like a woman, got a beard, talk to y'all the kids, but they got mad at the man because we don't want our kids to hear about that violence because he was telling them about Jesus. Saints, wake up. We're running out of time. We are running out of time. And, and, and God showed me it is going to get so bad. You... Unless you have God, you ain't going to make it, period. Oh, saints of God. We got to really start praying for God's people. We got to start praying for deliverance and healing. Uh, I, 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 Shannon, I love what you said. Demons, you better be aware because you're going to get busted. Uh, We're going to attack you. And, and y'all got to hear me. Demons in every church. Every church. Uh, and it seems like the easiest ones for them to penetrate a uh, get in are the ones called the, the, the holiness churches where they do all this speaking in tongues and stuff. And uh, you'll be amazed. You get horn enough, you, you'll snatch that dress up and drop them drawers like everybody else. You have got to get to the point you're going to let Christ control your life and stop talking all this trash and stop living in sin in secret and just come clean. If you got an issue with something, you tell God, Lord, I got a problem with this. I really need your help, Father. And the Spirit of the Lord will come in and help you overcome it. God's mercy is, I, I don't see how you do it. Some folk, I will cut off and put them straight in hell. But God has done everything he can to save them, get them out of ungodliness and unrighteousness, and put his power in their life and let that power manifest to the point they can see and and, and 
a matter of fact, thank you, Father. The Lord said, there's someone, it's like you're a, you're a seer, and you see what's going on, but you ain't telling nobody. Because you don't want to offend them. Don't worry about offending them. You do what God tells you to do. Saints, I don't offend so many people, and no matter how nice you tell them, no matter how good you make it, no matter how smooth you make it, they still going to get offended because they don't want to change. But if you want to go back to Jesus and live in heaven with God when you die, you're going to have to change. It is just that simple. You can't get mad at me because I love you enough to tell you about yourself and, and, and tell you to the point that you can't keep doing stuff like that. You can't do that. Because if you're going to walk in the light, then you're going to see stuff that you didn't see before. And you can't be getting mad all the time. You got to get humble and pray and ask God to come in and save the people from their sin. Sin is a yoke that will lock you down, keep you down, and get you to the point you can't even respond to God. But when you have the authority of Christ in your life and God teaches you to use that authority, God will raise you up. And make you able to stand against what's fighting you. Shannon, how much time we got? Oh, Jesus. We have uh, five minutes for me. Oh, Jesus. You're doing good. Man. <laughs> this is a great I message. I so <laughs> Brother Terry, what shall we title yes. the sermon for the archive tonight? Mm. That, that's just do it, Romans 1. <laughs> that sounds good. Also, I want you to give out your contact information. How do people reach you in the Amen. ministry? Amen. Uh, praise the Lord, everybody. You can reach us. We, we're going through a, a system with our phones, uh, but you can reach us at 706-689-9004. Uh, that's the church number. I, word, to, to get the web page, you can just go to Word of Revelations, not just Word of Revelation. It's wordofrevelations.com. Uh, we've been fought so hard on our web page. It's mind-boggling. How in the world... They didn't did, thanks to God. One thing I love about the Lord is God keeps you up when you can't keep yourself. Uh, but you can reach us, just uh, Google Apostle Terry Jefferson, uh, Google Word of Revelation Ministries, uh, you'd be amazed. Uh, you can get us. Uh, we're having service every Wednesday, every Sunday, and, and whatever it takes to be a blessing to you, we will do it. If it's, if it's within our powers, we will do it. Uh, we have I, I had a YouTube channel. Heck, I don't even know how to get to it no more. I'm serious. Brother Terry. Because uh, I got a lot. Yes, sir. Uh, TerryJefferson.com will still forward you to WordOfRevelation.com, but the WordOfRevelation.com website's been hijacked. It will take you to a thing called Lash Certification Training. What? Yes, sir. Uh, notify your people over there to look into it because someone has... Um, Here's what I'm thinking happened. It's probably what happened to Mel Novak. Mel Novak contacted me and said, Hey, something's wrong with my website. And it turns out a Chinese gambling company got it. Well, what had happened is he had, he had let the um, hosting lapse. And then what happened is this Chinese company bought it up. So there's nothing we can do to get it back. It may be that your hosting for Word of Revelation lapsed and somebody bought it up from you. So what? get your people to go into GoDaddy and check and see if you still own the domain. If not, then it's very simple. Just um, move all your hosting to terryjefferson.com. But when you get time, look it, look it up on the web. I bet you that's what happened. 
Yeah, cause man, so we had to we had to um go to wordofrevelations dot com. Okay. We had to put an S on the end of it instead of just Word of Revelation. It's Word of Revelations dot com. That well, helped us out, and so that that's how we was able to get the page back up. Okay, with a with an S. So um, here's what you st- okay that one's up. That's working. So here's what you'll do. Uh, you need to get the forwarding on TerryJefferson dot com forwarded to your new website Word of Revelations dot com, and that'll solve your problem. Just so, I'm, you- I don't know how to do that, but I get somebody that do know how to do it. Absolutely. <laughs> and, It'll be in your GoDaddy control panel. I'll text you on it later, but that's what has happened, I think. But uh, Word of Revelations is coming up, .com. Okay, excellent. Folks, that's the new website, wordofrevelations.com, plural. And uh, Brother Terry, you want to close us in prayer today? Thank you for coming out. It was a great message. Yes, sir. Father, right now, in the name of the Lord Jesus, we pray that the word would go forward and touch the hearts of men. We pray for Brother Shannon and the, word, and the Omega Man radio show. We pray, God, and come against any demonic retaliation or backlash because of the revelation of God. We pray for the healing of the nations. We pray for the leaders of our nation. God, we pray that you protect our police officers, our judges. We ask that you protect our uh, our people. And, Father, we pray for the underground churches, God, that just need that strength from you. We bind up that demonic anger and hatred and rage against the saints of God. We bind up all the demonic lustful demons that's been released against the nations. And right now in the name of the Lord Jesus, we pray for the healing of your people. Right now, God, start a revival. Go into the homosexual community. Go into witches and warlocks and save them from sin and save them from ungodliness. We pray for our children, God, that our children will not lose their mind to the spirit of the world, but they will lose their minds to Christ so that they can serve him. Right now, God, we thank you for your mercy. We thank you for your grace. We thank you for that word. We thank you for just just that time we are allotted to be with you. We thank you that we are allowed to praise you and worship you. Thank you for allowing us into your presence. God, thank you so much for just saving your people from sin. This day, God, we come together. Amen. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. Thank God. Brother Terry, great message and sound today, and we'll see you next Tuesday, same time. Yes, sir. Thank you, sir. Love you, brother. God bless. Love you too, man of God. Bye now. Folks, we're right on time. Let me get Dr. Deborah Vells on. And I'm going to save that program. We'll be right back. Stand by.